Ready? Oh! Here we go again. Gonna wake up the downstairs neighbors. Don't let beat you up. There's a chorus of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up to home. Sometimes everybody don't know anything at all. All right, you are listening to Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. I'm Zach Efron's dick. Wow. All right. That's a new record, folks. Pretty sure we made it, I want to say, four seconds, five seconds nah, before we had even. a dick reference. Man, that was like three seconds in. That's what she said. That's what Zach Efron's dick says. Uh, it talks? It only made it three seconds in. <laughs> I'm sorry, Zach Efron. Uh, you know what? I, there's a reason our podcast will never, ever get a celebrity to come on it. It's because we like to insult them all. Between Josh Hartnett <laughs> and Zach Efron and Mike's Hard Lemonade, nobody is coming on this show, ever. It's true. Only talk you about would dicks. think that an, that an okay guest would be like a bottle of Mike's Hard Lemonade. We, we should do that. <laughs> I mean, just it's sitting there with its own like little heads, head, head, <laughs> headphones and mic. It's just talking. Hey, Mark's Hard Lemonade. Are you Panda's jizz rag? Let us know. <laughs> if you're not, speak up now. Yeah. Oh, oh guess oh, you did. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eat so, that. what are you drinking this time, Brian? What do you uh, got over there in your giant um, mug thing? What's that my, called? My stein. giant stein. Uh, in my stein, the B stein, the which B is stein. what I'm naming it, is. Uh, a Boatswain Double IPA from a brewery in Wisconsin. What are you drinking, Seth? I am drinking. Um, I went. I went high, high class on this one. Yeah. Uh, I am drinking Miller Lite out of mm. the can. Out of the can. Out of the can. Damn. Yeah, it's uh, a fine Pilsner beer. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and read you what what this please, is all about. Please do read me the can. Inside the- is a fine Pilsner beer. Brewed with the highest quality ingredients. We use choice hops from the Pacific Northwest, as well as noble Saz hops, and deliver more taste, aroma, and color with only 96 calories per 12 ounces. Gosh, only 96 calories. I know, right? You know, I, I too drink beer as a health food. You know, uh, ironically, <laughs> those exact phrases, that exact line, that is written on the side of Zach Efron's cock. I'm sure it is. Yep. A fine Pilsner beer. <laughs> Only 96 calories. Only 96 calories. Per, per 12 ounces. And shitloads oh. of abs. Wow. Yep. I mean, he is a good looking dude. I'll give him that. Sure. Who who would not say Zach Efron is a good looking dude? Like a man was chiseled from stone. Yeah. To like your sort of committal yeah to that. Like I feel like you don't agree to Jack Zach Efron's abs. I mean, I don't know stone. if I'd say he's chiseled out of stone. You could put the Ten Commandments on those things. <laughs> like you could literally let Charlton Heston get a chisel right on Zach Efron's abs. Thou shalt not be awesome, bro. And that would be the new Eleventh Commandment. Boom. Nice. There we go. We got a penis reference and blasphemy within the first five minutes. Your mom will love the show. I know, right? At least she still listens. Yours gave up on us. Oh, like two minutes into the first episode. 
You know what she did? She went, oh, Seth's on this. I'm kidding. She didn't. That's not it was nice. me. It was me swearing. That's what did it. She's like, I can't believe I gave birth to that. <laughs> sorry, Mom. Not sorry. She's not listening. So, I'm, uh, I had to rush to the studio. Yeah. I didn't get to eat first, so I'm snacking right now on some pickles. As well, you know, you're here, but... In case those of us are wondering what the hell was in my mouth suddenly from the sound of things. <laughs> Shut up, Brian. <laughs> I want to bring Zach Efron's cock back up so bad right now. <laughs> That's its name, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. What is? It's a Hollywood insider scoop for you folks. Zach Efron's dick is named Pickles. Nice. Yep. Well, I'm uh, I'm enjoying with my Miller Lite um, some, some kosher dill holes, which I love the fact that they that they're called dill holes. Dill holes. I'm an adult. Oh. I'm a grown adult man that has responsibilities and things, and I mm-hmm. still giggle every time I see kosher dill holes. Kosher dill holes. Yeah, they're the best. <laughs> best erotic Jewish gay porn ever made. <laughs> kosher dill holes. So I guess it's safe to say that um, this episode is brought to you by beer and pickles. Beer and pickles. Maybe I'm pregnant. There's like weird cravings here. Could be it. So I don't know why you'd be craving Miller Lite. Well, I mean, you know, like I don't know, folks. If you haven't if you haven't been listening to us since we came back, our professionalism is down <laughs> to pickles and dick jokes. That's just <laughs> what we do now. We're we're considering renaming the podcast Pickles and Dicks. You know, that's got a nice ring to it. It does. But I don't one know of that us we has to be get pickles it past, and, like a lot no, of the censors. One of us has to be pickles, and the other one has to be dicks. Well, clearly, I'm pickles, and you're dicks. That's fair. Seeing as how you always talk about dicks, and I'm literally dicks. eating pickles right now. Yeah, so pickles and dicks. That's at least like a podcast name. Let us know, folks, if you want us to rename ourselves Pickles and Dicks. Would it be Pickles and Dicks with the West Coast Neighbors or Final Hour with Pickles and Dicks? Like, are those going to be our new names? Ooh. I'm Pickles, and I'm Dicks. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really liking this. I'm really liking this. Come blow your load with Pickles and Dicks. <laughs> Call it circle jerk with pickles and dicks. I think this is a I think it's a winning idea. Yep. I can I can literally hear our subscribers clicking the unsubscribe button. That's okay. We're gonna win a whole new audience that loves to hear about pickles and dicks. Like that'd be the new show. We don't talk about like anything except <laughs> pickle brands and cock. That's all we talk about. Like our entire summer movie preview is just so uh Zach Efron's dick. Great, yeah, no, fantastic dick. Uh okay, cool. Chris Pratt's dick. Chris Pratt's uh, probably furry, furry. You know that furry. Pratt fur trimmer's been off for the summer, so the Pratt fur trimmer hasn't been down there as much. Oh, and in in pickle news, have you tried the new sandwich stackers? Oh, I haven't. No, those are from from the stork guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. He he always does good stuff. Yeah, but his definitely. dick is great. Oh, I'm sure. Stork cock. Stork cock is the best cock. Yeah. Store bought stork cock. Say yeah. that five times fast, folks. Store bought stork cock. Store bought stork cock. Nope, can't do it twice. Hey, I'm telling you, man, it's that's brutal. what she said. So before we get into this, I guess know, our, our, new, our podcast could also be named "That's What She Said." The uh, of course. Told, so just so far, anyway. we've 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 been back. This is our third episode back. I'm counting the, the two parter as right. One. The two parter. That's true. You so, um, so this is our third episode back, and so far we've tried to change our name to Pickles and Dicks. Yep. We've decided that it could also be "That's What She Said." Mm-hmm. Um, we've also changed the format entirely to "Grumpy Old Men Complaining and Hating Everything." I defended uh, Trump for a good two hours. You did defend Trump for longer than you should have. Um, no, it's true. To be clear, folks, I really, like, my God, the man is a hot mess. 
Uh, I just don't think he's a complete hot mess. Just to sum up that episode, I think I, I feel like I actually let some of our more liberal listeners down because I was so in shock by the stance you were taking that mm. I feel like I really let you run with that, and I didn't even. I didn't even bring up any of the executive order shit that has completely floundered and failed. Oh, I'm not yeah. going to, you know, we shouldn't get into it because we did, oh, no, literally sure. did three hours of this shit already. But <laughs> in a, if you if we had a little redress there, uh, you easily could talk about like the fact that in his first hundred days, mm-hmm. he's really not gotten that much done. No, not at all. Not now. If you ask him or Spicer, they've done amazing things. So much. They've they're doing great. Yeah. But uh, one point you did make that I was. Not sure I agreed with, but I have actually seen seen some news stories and little interview segments and stuff. Mm. The people that voted for him still seem to think that he's Love done it. what they uh, done what they expected of him, and it's that like that sweet mandate. Because here's the thing: the only mandate they gave that man was to go piss liberals off. That's, <laughs> it. That's what that whole thing was. They're like, hey, who can we? I've been so pissed about Obama. Let's let's just vote somebody in who will piss off the liberals, and he's done that. So I mean, I guess. Good job, Donald. Right. Well done, man. Before we get into um, this this episode's stuff, which oh, man. for those it's of you stuff. that don't know, it's good stuff. Good stuff. This is what what are we going to be doing this this time, Brian? What is it? Oh, this is all movies. This is good stuff. This, this isn't is where we've got preview. people to go in. The summer movie preview episode because we love them comic book movies and them dick movies. All right. So before we get to that, though, I did want to address our last two-parter episode real quick from a technical aspect we had a bit of a glitch that unfortunately we were unaware of while we were recording it wasn't until it got into post-production and editing there was some sort of a glitch on brian's mic setup and uh basically uh if you if you've already listened to it you probably figured it out somehow (laughs) he got banished from the center channel uh and Mm -hmm. pushed out to the sides which Works fine if you're playing the episode through a computer or listening on headphones, but we found out that if you happen to just have a phone and you just try and play it through your phone speaker, you're just going to hear me, folks. You're not going to hear Brian at all. You're going to hear dead silence when it's Brian, which... It, depending on you know why you listen to the show and what you like about it, that's either a blessing or a curse. True. So um, Brian made a really good point that it sounds like uh, my non-Jewish Jewish mother's ideal way to do it. You know, it's, <laughs> it's true. This, this is the way that God intended the show to be. Jeff, my beautiful babushka Seth. None of that. None of that potty mouth Brian with his with his penises and his testicles all the time. All the time. So, Sorry, I'm back in the center channel now, folks. Yeah, he, yeah, we we've got it figured out now. Um, and I feel like I'm the I'm the I'm the Sean Hannity of dicks. Like you don't want to listen, but you gotta listen, Sean <laughs> Cock Hannity. You know what's really funny is we could have the same issue because we have no way of knowing right now. It's, it's true. not until yeah. we get to post production that we can actually find out how uh, how everything is working. But I'm secretly a ghost that haunts this show. Seth doesn't know that I'm not here, folks. So no what? one tell him I'm not here, and that it's like it's just him talking to himself. I don't me. know if I believe you or not now, because I, I, like I, I went to Burgerville, Brian. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Burgerville, and uh-huh. FYI, some yeah. of that Josh Hartnett lawsuit money, I'm taking some of that shit for my own personal defense fund now. You prick. Yeah, yeah. The cum dumpsters is not a thing. No, it isn't. But you know what no. is a thing? Apparently. Right. Lewd public behavior is a thing, Brian, no, and they don't take kindly to it in these parts. No, they don't. Folks, if you were listening the last time and 
you were possibly like me thinking it would be a swell idea to go to Burgerville and wink at the clerk and ask for a cum dumpster. I'm here to tell you, from personal experience, it's not. Now, I yeah. really, I would love that you started that with swell. If you thought it was a swell idea. <laughs> Fantastic. I will say, though, mm-hmm. if, you are, if you are super insistent on it, like Brian said you should be. Yeah. You can actually still end up getting a cum dumpster depending on how long you end up in the county jail. True. So I wasn't yeah. lying. I just didn't say, uh, yeah, I didn't say you got it at Burgerville. I just said it starts there. <laughs> Where that ends is your business. But yeah, so as far as the last w- uh, last episode there, apologies for the inconvenience with that. If you haven't listened yet, now you'll know. If you listen without headphones, um on a phone you're not going to hear Brian and you'll just so think I'm gone just you know I mean I'm I'm sure that means that most of you will listen that way cuz let's face it you're all here for my beautiful voice not that one over there true <laughs> sure I'm not going to argue that point there's no point to it yeah but he is there just plug in some headphones or listen on a computer or something with with a stereo setup apparently you would think that phone speakers have that ability you would think that and you would be I'm sorry, what? I said you would think that, and you would be wrong. Are you, are you going to talk super softly so you're just not audible on this one either? Oh, I'm sorry. Am I not talking loud enough? Oh, I gosh. hate you. I, I hate you so I'm just much. not in this episode. Oh, my God. You know, whoever just turned up the volume to hear what was going on or is really pissed at you right now. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Go listen to that fucking This American Life podcast. That that. Did you guys know that President Trump won the election and everyone's very sad about it? This has been Ira Glass for This American Life. Good night. Is is that a real thing? Have you not listened to Ira Glass on This American Life? I have not. The man is like, the man like whisper fucks your eardrums for like two (laughs) hours. It's impressive. It's actually a great podcast. I like listening to it, but he does. He's just got this gentle, quiet Jewish voice that just lulls you to sleep. Okay. Yeah, it's fantastic stuff. Get in there. Listen. Speaking of getting in there, we got a lot to cover, and we are not doing so a much. two-parter. So no, God, we got to let's dive in then. Yeah. So, summer movie preview. It's time. Woohoo! I think the only way we can really, really start this off though is let's let's actually cover some stuff that's already come out in if the theaters. I'm doing the backup music. Oh, okay, cool. Because last episode, I didn't know we had the rights to clear things. Now I'm just going to start singing, you know, (laughs) hits of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Um, You're like pina coladas, getting drunk in the rain. Okay. Are you saying getting drunk in the rain? Yeah. That's that's not the song. I know. Actually, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know at all. I don't sing. I sing that song only when I'm drunk on pina coladas, so I don't know the the rain. In the rain, yeah. So you get a lot of that rain here in L.A., do you, to go sing in drunkenly? All the time. Down on the fucking Venice Beach. Getting caught in the rain. Oh, I don't know how to tell you this. Down on Venice Beach, that's not rain, dude. You're getting pissed on. Still feels like rain. <laughs> nice warm rain. It smells like asparagus. So have you seen any movies yet, though? Uh, Post-Oscar season? Yeah, and once the Oscars are over, I'm like, who gives a fuck? Let's watch some trashy-ass movies. 
And then I go watch Fate of the Furious. Oh, is that what you did? All right. Yeah, well, you go first. Go ahead and talk about that. I haven't okay. seen that yet, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to you. Um, it's fantastic, if only for two reasons, and none of them are Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel has hit this point where it's just like he's kind of like the worst part of those movies now. And mm. The Rock and Jason Statham team up in the movie. Now, I know before you even ask, dear listener, because I know Seth has seen none of these movies, so he doesn't know that in the last movie, Jason Statham was the villain. So you're like, wait a minute. How do we go from Jason Statham attempting to murder everybody to being bros? Fuck you for asking. That's all I'm going to say. How dare you? (laughs) These movies are not about anything that makes sense. And if you're sitting over there, brainiac, trying to be like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. Screw you. Don't go watch this movie. But if you want to see Jason Statham and The Rock make hilarious jokes while punching each other and then being best bros... Best movie ever. You know, I I heard that they're actually getting a spinoff movie. If Vin Diesel will let them. Apparently, and this ooh Hollywood gossip time, ooh. Vin Diesel and The Rock do not get along. Oh, yeah, they've got major beef. All. They've had beef oh. for a while. They've had beef for a hot minute and another hot minute. And guess what, dear readers? Holy crap, it came to a head when The Rock made a nasty Instagram post about all that shit. <laughs> That's my, by the way, that's our, our Hollywood gossip correspondent, um, uh, Brianna? Estefan. No, Estefan. Oh, Estefan. 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 And Estefan has all our, all our hot Hollywood gossip that's just too dirty to print, though none of it's really all that dirty. Um, but well, yeah, thank no, you, so, Estefan. So I don't, I don't think, the, I don't know if the spinoff movie's going to happen because quite honestly, I would quit watching the Fate of the Furious movies and I would just watch anything with The Rock and Jason Statham in it because they're phenomenal. And Vin Diesel just is big. Like he spends the whole movie just like, he's like uh, slightly not as fun Tom Hardy in that he just wanders around like family. <laughs> and Tom Hardy just wanders around. Like seriously, Tom Hardy just grunts. Next time you're watching a Tom Hardy movie, like, look, listen to how many lines he actually has. It's probably 10 tops. <laughs> the rest of his acting is, mm, yes. Mm. So how is Vin Diesel going to be able to block the spinoff movie? Because he's basically like the executive producing god of the movies. Like, he's the executive producer of all the films. So I assume if he, he'd be like, oh, I'm not going to be in them. If they said they would do a spinoff, and so they'd lose Vin Diesel, which I think, again, would be fine, but... The executives at Universal would probably be like, oh, shit, sorry, Vin. No, come on back and drink Corona and say family a lot. And we'll Have you seen the, uh, the little animated video on Facebook recently that was like, what, all of the Fast and the Furious movies in the future have to be or something? And it was, it literally was like, Vin Diesel drinks nothing but Corona. <laughs> and it's, it's all he did. Talks about family way too much. Yeah, and, that's all uh, he does. He says in the uh, in the racing scene, uh, the drivers will upshift about a million times. Oh yeah. Um, he said that the, the whole the whole thing is going to be them jumping from one vehicle to a bigger vehicle to a bigger vehicle to a bigger vehicle. Yep. Why? Why not? Makes sense to me. <laughs> Fantastic. Love it. Would watch it as long as The Rock and Jason Statham are there. So right. yeah, I mean it's a big dumb action movie. I'm heavy on the dumb, uh, but you know The Rock's awesome. So has been and so's uh. Jason Statham. What about you? What have you seen? I actually finally went and saw the Beauty and the Beast movie. Yeah? Yeah, it was very good. I liked it. I was surprised that it was just the right amount of remaking shot for shot certain things yeah. and doing their own thing in other ways. 
So like nice. it was just enough. Like there was there was a lot of moments where I was like, ah, oh, it's perfect. That's 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 straight out of the animated one. But not so much of it that I was like, this is straight out of the animated one again. So I have a question about it. Okay, is it about the gay stuff? Because I was going to get to that. No, 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 okay. no. I, I mean, I do. Yeah, I do want to know. I've I've heard that it's like the tokeniest, crappiest. Like, oh, hey, welcome. There you go, gay community. We barely talk about you, but anyway. Uh, I actually would disagree, but we'll go ahead. I I haven't seen it. Um, does Angela Lansbury play the leather sofa? <laughs> I'm just curious because that just really seems like she. Damn would it, Brian! Crush you it. watch your mouth. She is a national treasure. I don't know I which nation, but she's a national treasure. She is a national treasure of our nation. And, is she um, ours or is she British? I think she's ours. I feel like she's British. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I know she is basically my entire childhood. Oh, and yeah. I know that she is currently old enough to potentially have shaken hands with Queen Victoria. So I'm not <laughs> sure you know, like, why she wasn't invited to play the leather couch, but... They should have. I didn't say she wasn't. I just laughed. No. Okay. You just didn't know. Um, so anyway, uh, how was uh, how you know what? How was Emma Watson? I thought she played the part very well. Uh, she okay. definitely played it differently than the animated portrayal, which sounds weird to say because it. Yeah, she's a br- a brunette that loves books. Wow, what a hard role for her. Well, no, I mean it sounds weird to say she played it differently than a cartoon because the cartoon isn't That's exactly acting or emoting; it's being drawn. True, but which is its own performance. But yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, um, but no, I mean she she did a good. Uh, she, I thought she did a good job. The singing, it was definitely auto tuned. I like how auto tuned. We talking T Pain up in exactly here? That's exactly the thing that <laughs> I was. Tears oldest. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, Angela Lansbury, which she's actually Dame Angela Lansbury. Oh shit! Yeah. She's a British American Irish actress. That does not answer our question at all. No, it doesn't. But it does tell us that she's a dame. She is which a dame. I'm pretty sure I just committed like a crime in Britain by suggesting that she has wrinkly skin. She was born in London, England. Can I be totally frank on this podcast and just say what I'm thinking? Have you not been doing that before? No. Oh dear. I'd fuck Angela Lansbury. But she doesn't have a dick. Um, there is a thing called strap-ons. Oh, my uh, God. All right, I'm moving it on. We are not going to get into a conversation about Angela Lansbury and a strap-on. I'm sorry. I'm calling it right now. No. That be the title of our episode? No. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to warn your mother away from these things, <laughs> the Angela Lansbury strap-on hour would really, that'd really get people out of here. Angela Lansbury like, strap-on Efron Cock. Efron Cock hour. <laughs> <laughs> with pickles and dicks. With pickles and dicks. Right. Anyway. Where were we? Auto-tuning Emma Watson. Right. I actually, I will say it pulled me out of it a little bit a couple times because I was I was trying to actually listen and decide if it was overly auto-tuned or if you had to really pay attention to get it. Right. I don't think you had to pay attention to get it, but I think it was not so much that would be overly noticeable to non-musical ears, if that makes any sense. No, that makes sense. I mean, I, when I was listening to the trailers, I was like, oh, I can hear a little auto-tuning, but not much, and between her and the Beast, so, you know. Exactly, but then if you talk to your like your musical theater friends, they're like, oh, my God, the auto-tuning is the worst. <laughs> Fucking musical theater people. I know, right? We're the worst. So, 
No, I just I got to share this one moment here. I listened. I was around a group of musical theater people the other day, uh, and one of them described Adele as being a little pitchy. And I have not <laughs> wanted to punch someone so badly. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Did have you? Are you the hottest selling female artist of all time? Oh, you're not. Oh, then maybe shut the fuck up. So, <laughs> anyway, did thank you, you for say letting me anything about that in that moment? Did I what? Did you say anything in that moment, or did you just let it go? Nope. You no. It? That le- there's no talking or coaching that level of asshole ignorance. <laughs> there's just no. There's no helping that that person. Uh, just if you're gonna describe Adele as a little pitchy. Yeah, no, that's no fair. So yes, then that that person is one of the ones that was probably griping a lot about the auto tuning because mm. because it was present, but it was not. No, it was not T pain level, okay. and it's a shame. And I actually, what the thought that I that came to my mind was that I think because of the fact that the majority of anything pop or R and B in the last decade has been so heavily auto-tuned that I think we've been desensitized to it enough that that's why I was struggling to figure out, okay, Mm. am I noticing it or am I not noticing it? Like, am I I letting it slide because I'm used to T-Pain? Sure. But, no, I I liked it. I thought it was really good. The stuff with uh, LeFou being gay, I was actually expecting it to just be that one, like, because you had talked about on a previous show, that one moment where... He like looks at some other guy for a hot second or something, right? Yeah, they call it a, the the exclusively, the exclusively gay, gay moment. moment. And I'm wondering if was it did they call it an exclusively gay moment or an, did they call him an exclusively gay character? No, it was. I remember the wording specifically was an exclusively gay moment, which I was just like, what? That, that's why, must, why I was like, what? They must be talking about a moment that was undeniable because he ends up dancing with a guy, um, mm. because throughout the whole thing he was very clearly gay for Gaston. Like it right. was, it was not, it was not like a little moment. Moment, no, it was, it was his his through line for his entire character, and I thought he played it wonderfully, and it was a great way to do the character. And I actually remember sitting in the audience with there was uh, quite a few families in there, and I heard more dads laughing at the the gay Lefou jokes and moments than anything else like like enjoying it not like mocking it but literally like they did they did it for humor's sake that the way they played him right because he's so he's in love with gaston he's in love which, with gaston and gaston doesn't i mean know. you could, right you could you could basically say the the cluelessness of gaston is the comic moment there exactly I, I do have to say that is like a pretty old trope oh of course no of course it is it's not i i wouldn't call it like the way disney Nobody's marketed it made it seem like Nobody like is saying really that Beauty and the Beast re remade the wheel here. You know, we're not saying no, that no, they, no. They didn't. They didn't strike a blow for gay freedom. It's no. the fact that they marketed it as a moment to gay freedom that I was like, guys. I mean, and I'm again, I'm not gay, so I've got really no reason, or not reason, but no like leg to stand on here. Uh, it's really up to the gay community, I think, as to whether they're offended by it or not. Uh, but to me, looking at it, I was like, that just seems like you're trying to market it to them. See, but I don't. That's where I'll disagree is that I don't think that it that it was presented from Disney's end as a marketing thing. The reason I remember hearing about it was because all of the super conservative anti-gay Christians were trying to boycott the movie because they had heard that there was a gay character in it, and they were upset that Disney would dare have a gay character. 
I remember it being as Disney announced Tim Hess having an exclusively gay moment, which was so, again, the wording on there, it just, they handled the press for it really bad. The uh, press for it to me felt like, it felt like the fucking Pepsi commercial <laughs> of, uh, but for gay rights. Like, oh, hey, we made this for you gay people. Did you? Did you really? I don't think you did. Again, not being a gay person, I don't know. But uh, it, it just... We're in a very cynical place, as far as I'm concerned. Where like marketing companies have figured out the way to market to millennials is to seem like you're edgy and cool and down with down with things, but you don't want to be too down with like change because then you'll lose Middle America. So they're just down with change, but they won't actually go out on a limb for change. And See, it, uh, I feel like this was a good step then for that because they weren't they get there. He wasn't he wasn't a fool. Like they weren't using him as as an idiot, stupid character. It wasn't it was, like in high school when at, at pep assemblies, I don't know if you ever had this at our pep assemblies, they'd have like, uh, the boys basketball team is in drag. Wah, wah, and right, you'd just like yeah, be acting like, it wasn't we're stuff feminine. like that. Like, yeah, you know, I was really like, wow. Looking back on it, you're like, and I was part of a hate crime. Fantastic. Right. Thanks, no, it's more like in the lodge scene where they have the song Gaston. Uh, he Gaston's in his chair and he's like sitting on the arm of the chair, like really snuggled up next to him. And Gaston's just going on and on about how wonderful he is, LeFou is to him, and how you know he he just you know he means so much to me. And he's like, he I think he asked him, he's like he's like, says why don't you have a woman? And LeFou looks at him, he's like, they say I'm kind of clingy, I don't see it. Like it wasn't they weren't mocking him for being gay. It was just he was very like it, it was so it was just that Gaston's so oblivious. Mm. And and that was the humor, and so I feel like they actually did a decent job by allowing, as horrible as this sounds, allowing. Oh, hey, no, we're we're still there. We're still there. We're, we're right. like saying allowing a character to be gay is is a step in the right direction because right. it is sadly. So, but so I feel like it was a step. I don't think they did it for you know for gay people necessarily, but I did appreciate at least that they. It sounds like again we still haven't seen the Power Rangers movie. It sounds like True. they did more than than the Power Rangers movie tried to do, unless there's more to that that we haven't that we're not aware of. Once that Power Rangers movie hits the dollar fifty theater, I'll try and get in there and do some research, but uh, <laughs> not at full price. Hell no. Yeah, but no, I thought I thought overall the movie was really really good. Um, there were moments where I caught myself literally just smiling like a dork because Beauty and the Be- the animated Beauty and the Beast has always been my favorite Disney movie. Mm. So there were moments where I was watching it and it just made me so happy that it existed. And I was like, this is awesome. I'm really thoroughly enjoying it. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would see it again. Uh, I would even see it again in theaters. Like if there were people that wanted to go see it, I would pay to see it more than once in theaters. And that's usually that's a pretty high for me that, yeah, that it's, you know, cause they're usually people have to be in spandex and have special powers for you to give a shit about that. Yeah. Speaking of which, Speaking of summer movies are coming out, man. Woo. Starting actually by the time actually you know what by the time this airs, I believe it'll be opening weekend for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. How hard did you get right now just saying those words? I let's just say my voice didn't change for dramatic effect. It just changed because I went through some changes. I thought so. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, so the way we kind of did this is I've gone through and picked one obvious big blockbuster for the week of the summer, and then I've also picked a less obvious, like, kind of out there film. So, like, for example, you Despicable Me 3 isn't your jam. Hmm. We've got a backup movie for you to go check out if you want to, you know, that's not going to get as much love. So 
that's right. kind of how I set my that, that's how I did my research for this. So week. are we starting with the off the wall one or with the mainstream? Oh one? no, well let's go right into Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two because yeah. that's I mean that's what that's that's what Seth wants to talk about, and that's what it I really want to talk is. about too. You're gonna so, have to you're gonna have to pull the reins in on this at some point though, otherwise I will talk the entire fucking. Time <laughs> we'll be like, and movie. then there's some other movies. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of time. Go read the I, fucking I've, TV guide yourself. I've got uh, a little blurb here about the film. I'm just going to read it real fast. Is it spoiler heavy at all? Because I don't want to know anything. Super spoiler heavy. Oh, my God. There's so much spoilers. There's all, all the, it's well, a paragraph. It's nothing. Me get another beer then and be ready for this. Okay. All right. Filmmaker James Gunn delivers mixtape number two as the team explores the mystery of Peter Quill's heritage and fights galactic baddies. Starring Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Dave Bautista, Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, Michael Rooker, Karen Gillan. And a bunch of other folks. Directed by James Gunn. James Gunn. So there is actually a spoiler in here, a name I did not read, of an actor who was in the film. Mm -hmm. And I'm I don't even think you know about this uh is it actor. Russell? It is not Kurt Russell. Oh, well then don't tell me. I won't tell you. All right. But there is someone else. Uh, Kurt Russell is in it. And even, do we want to talk about who he plays? Or Well, they, they put it it's in, in the, the preview. They put it in the trailer. Um, and I'm really hoping that it's a lie. I hope that that character is lying. Because in the trailer, he says that he's his dad. And it's like, wow, that was supposed to be the big. Although, <laughs> with, with fucking Avengers 2, Age of Ultron, they did that shit with, with Vision. Vision was the big. Oh, yeah. Surprise reveal, and they put him in the trailer. So, I mean, I mean, I I feel like Marvel's pretty smart, and that they're like, we aren't going to make you sit around and guess the whole goddamn movie. It's his dad, Kurt Russell. Here we go. Which okay. is a great choice, by the way. If it isn't, I'm going to be sad because Kurt Russell and Chris Pratt as father and Except son sound fucking phenomenal. They're going to have to. Here's why I think it could be wrong. Either he's lying in that moment, or he's somehow disguising himself. Because the whole point at the end of the first Guardians of the Galaxy, as far as the father was, was that yeah. he wasn't human. They were like, your mom's human, your dad is something... You don't know who he is, do you? No. Okay, well, I can tell you. Okay, cool. Yeah, definitely uh, don't tell me then, because all I know is that James... All James I'm going to say is, go don't worry about story. that. Okay. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. Yay. He's not <laughs> so. Galactus, is he? No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's not. That would be just dumb as fuck. No, he's not Galactus. All right. Uh, but anyway, like, so Kurt Russell and Chris Pratt, his father and son, sounds dope to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it looks like it's going to be. Have you listened? So they put out the soundtrack I haven't for listened it. yet. I, I looked at the track list, and I was like, okay. All right. Dude. I can, I can get behind it. The minute they put Brandy on there, I was like, oh, right? yeah. That, for me, yeah. You a, a fine, fine girl. girl. What a, a good, good wife you could be. It, it's a great soundtrack. Like you I might as well stop talking because I can tell you right now I'm putting that song in at this moment. Alright, so yeah, I mean, it, it's it's an excellently curated soundtrack. Again, I feel like they make mixtapes and they just build the movie around it, which I'm well, completely fine with. I I told you that that's that that's what I read uh, about at least the first one when James oh, yeah. Gunn wrote from the very first draft of the script, he wrote the songs that were in the movie into the script. It's like yeah. you know, "Come and Get Your Love" plays as as Peter Quill ventures through this this old ruin. So yeah. I have no doubt that they went with the same because it works so Morbid. well. Like I haven't. Yeah. Not since Forrest, not since Forrest Gump has has there been a soundtrack that really just was a part of the movie so well. Yeah, no, it, it really, really nailed it, and this one sounds like it's going to be just as good. 
Yeah. Is it available to buy yet, or is it just the track listing? Um, I've been listening to it on Spotify, so I don't know about then. buying. I'm sure it's available to buy on yeah. at least iTunes. Maybe not digital, like like physical copy yet. But yeah, I mean, maybe wait and find out. What if the movie sucks? It's a. It's not going to suck. But b. The soundtrack we already know is going to be killer. It's true, but what if, I mean, what if it ruins these songs for you? What if Brandy is put over the top of just a moment where you're like, oh my God, you've just ruined Guardians of the Galaxy. I have faith that the movie is not going to suck. Even if it's bad, I'm still going to love it because I love the characters so much already. I'm that invested. So there's literally no way this movie can disappoint you. Uh, If it turns out that James Gunn in this case was actually Ang Lee in a James Gunn mask, that's the only way that I could be upset. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if we have any Asian listeners that's not even racist I'm just saying I hate I'm what sorry. Ang Lee did with the Hulk you're I'm right sorry. I, I actually like Ang Lee's Hulk I know I you enjoy. did that's I do why enjoy. you're broken inside yeah nope. folks when it comes down to the Incredible Hulk movies this guy over here Mr. Dix he yeah. did not like the Edward Norton version he probably didn't even like Mark Ruffalo's version. He liked Ang Mark Lee's R- version of the Mark Hulk Ruffalo's version is the best version. Then Ang Lee, then Edward Norton, who was a terrible Hulk. I like Edward Norton. I really like Edward Norton, and I did not like that Hulk movie. It was not good. It was no point. It was so much better than the Ang Lee one, though. I, when was the last time you watched the Ang Lee one? I, I, I've seen it at least two two or three times, which is two or this three times more than I should have. Of course it's been a decade. It's not worth rewatching. It's shit. All right. I think it's great. Of course you do. Wasn't Nick Nolte the bad guy in that? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh, uh, Nick Nolte. Ah, hell, I'm Nick Nolte. It wasn't, it wasn't he his dad? Yeah. Yeah, it was so fuck it was so bad. It was just it bad. It was so good. It was it was it was it wasn't a great movie, but it was better than Edward Norton's movie. So I give Ed Norton's version uh bonus points just for being actually part of the universe they created. What if I told you James Gunn preferred Ang Lee's version? Then I would say I'm so glad he didn't use that for inspiration for making Guardians of the Galaxy. Cause he didn't. I don't know. What if I told you James Gunn loves Donald Trump? I'm just trying, Now I'm just trying to goad you with James Gunn. Well, oh, that doesn't ways. bother me. I, I mean, uh, I, 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 appreci- I don't know anything about James Gunn the man, other than the fact that he is dating a friend of mine, which is still weird to me. But Oh, yeah, that's true. Also, yeah. his porn parodies are pretty fantastic if you haven't been on YouTube to watch them. I, wait, does he have a hand in making them? Yeah, PG, wait, have you not seen PG porn? Oh, 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 yes, 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 I have. Yeah, those are amazing. That's James Gunn. I yeah, did not know that. Those. Yep, he made all those. His brother's in, uh, Sean Gunn is in one of them. Who He's fantastic. Love Sean. He's in this film. So happy. No, I think the movie will be fine. I'm not worried about it, really. Fine, uh, it's going to be amazing. I am keeping my expectations level. I am going to go in with an open mind. I enjoyed the last one. I'll probably like this one. I am not going in like, oh my god, it's gonna be the best movie this summer. But I mean, I the soundtrack's dope. I'll give that <laughs> give that up already. All right. I like so that we, we were like, oh my god, the soundtrack's dope. We named one song off the soundtrack. Yeah, but that one song is enough. I mean, it it is a really good song that doesn't get enough love. Uh, what was the other one they did? Um, yeah, there was a few others though that I was. Oh, the about. chain. They're using the chain by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Well, they've you been using that in the trailers. In, in the ads and everything. Yeah. I mean, most of the songs in the trailers are actually, I think, in the movie. So that's kind of awesome. So, but yeah, Fleetwood well, Max the Chain the only, is on there. Uh, the only song that was on the first soundtrack that w- that actually wasn't at all in the movie or the credits was uh, Spirit in the Sky. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Fox on the Run. They've been using that in the uh, trailers. That's on the soundtrack. Fox on the Run. Great song. Great band. 
It's just a lot of good late 70s, early 80s music. So I'm actually pulling it up right now to see if I can. Seth's, Seth's research for this show, by the way, folks, occurs during the show. He's oh, not of like course. I, I go, I, I take my work home, and I do this homework for you. And we're going to spend so much time on this goddamn Guardians of the Galaxy that all the work I did on, like, the other, like, ten weeks, I'm just going to, Seth's going to be like, yeah, whatever. Cars 3. <laughs> Fuck that movie. I don't even care. So what's your what is your your non-mainstream Oh, pick don't for even. This no. You, all you care about right now is the soundtrack. You're so, you're too too messent from from Guardians. I don't even want to bother because actually I didn't I didn't pick another movie for this <laughs> week. I knew we wouldn't need one. The next 2 weeks I've got movies picked, but not. And the yeah, the rest of this will go much faster, folks. I mean, not going to lie, it's going to grind to a hot halt for a minute when we hit the Spider-Man movie, but uh, you know. Ooh, yeah. I'm if you didn't hear that. that coming, then yeah. I'm excited. Okay, so no, Mr. Blue Sky by ELO. That's a great song. Yep. Uh, You got Fox on the Run. Yep. Lakeshore Drive. Uh, That one I'm not as familiar with, but yeah, could be. The Chain, Bring It On Home to Me by Sam Cooke. Uh, Southern Nights by Mr. Glenn Campbell. My Sweet Lord. Uh, George Harrison. Good shit. Come a little bit closer. Good song. Wham Bam Shangalang. Surrender by Cheap Trick. Father and Son by Yusuf Cat Stevens. Huh, I wonder when that's going to show up. <laughs> Flashlight, uh, Guardians Inferno that is going to involve David Hasselhoff. Yep. All right, let's move on to week number two here, May 12th. May 12th. Sec- second weekend. One weekend BG or PG, post-Guardians BG. Post- Post-Guardians? AG, after Guardians. After Guardians AG. One week AG, May 12th. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, starring Charlie Hunnam from that one fucking movie with bikers. Some lady named Astrid Frisbee. Not even kidding. Her name is Seriously, Frisbee? Frisbee? For sure. Her name is Astrid Burgess Frisbee. It's hyphenated last name from Burgess Frisbee. Is it spelled Uh, like Frisbee? F-R-I-S-B-E? It's spelled like, yep. Yep. Well, it's Frisbee, so it's like F-R-I-S-B-E-Y. Astrid Frisbee. Nice. Because Bay is Frisbee, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, uh, and then um, the bad guy is Jude Law, and it's directed by Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie made it. Uh, it's basically it's the King Arthur. It's a new imagining of King Arthur from Guy Ritchie, the guy that did the Robert Downey Jones Sherlock Holmes movies. Oh, okay. What do you think? Does that I, sound like something you want to see? I feel like I hadn't even heard about this. They haven't done it. Like, I've seen the trailers on YouTube, but that's really it. Um, I mean, it's Guy Ritchie. He's always, he always makes fun movies. Mm-hmm. Like he made Snatch and um, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, a bunch of great British indie films. Then he kind of went away, then came back and did the Sherlock Holmes films. And now he's giving that touch to King Arthur legend. I don't know. It looks interesting. I mean, I'm 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 a big King Arthur nut. I like King Arthur shit, so I'll be there. But I don't have high hopes. So okay. out of out of seven Rocket the Raccoons, I would give it a solid four and a half. <laughs> All right, fair enough. How how many are we giving to Guardians Two? Um, it has all the Rocket Raccoons, obviously, and okay. two Groots. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Two Groots two, or two Baby Groots? Uh, two Baby Groots, obviously. Okay. Duh. Uh, the other two films I picked for this weekend uh, were because they they just felt like so they're doing King Arthur Legend of the Sword. It looks all broy and manly. And then they've got a film called Snatched, which is Amy Schumer and Goldie Hawn star as a mother and daughter who go away on a jungle vacation and get kidnapped. Obviously, that's a comedy. Um, because if it's a drama, goddamn, is that dark. <laughs> uh, 
and then Paris can wait. And I'm just going to read you. I'm going to read you the uh, plot of Paris can wait. It's a okay. one sentence plot. So okay. Paris can wait is the name of the film. A Frenchman restores the love of life for a neglected American wife. Right? Okay. Now let me tell you who the neglected American wife is. Helen and Hunt. No. Uh, listeners of this podcast, you may have noticed that at times I can be disgustingly sexist, and I do apologize for that. I don't mean to demean women or treat them as sexual objects. I, I try not to. Megan Fox. But when it, no, Megan Fox, no, I respect that woman. She's fine, fine woman. She's beautiful for sure. I'm certainly not not staring at her in a sexual way, but Maggie I also Gyllenhaal? care about her. Um, no, I just have a thing about <laughs> Mandy Moore. You know, it's funny you mention her. She's coming up <laughs> later, but no. Okay. And actually, okay, fine. There's two women. Mandy Moore is definitely one, and I'm sorry, Mandy Moore. There's just I can't not. Um. Unless you say no, because I am about consent. But with Diane Lane, when it comes to Diane Lane... Really? You, I just... Oh, my God, I drool. I literally just drooled a little on my microphone, because Diane Lane is, to me, the epitome of female sexuality. Like, if we were to reinstitute goddess worship, it would be like Diane Lane, Mandy Moore, and Lucy Lawless would be like the Lucy Lawless? Oh, fuck yeah. Like, current or Xena? Oh, current. Current, or I mean, either one, really, but current Lucy Lawless has not lost a step on the Xena. I don't know if you've been watching them Spartacuses. So nowhere, nowhere in 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 that top three mm. would you put Emma Stone, Emma Watson, nope. or ScarJo? Nope. nope. Or Angela Lansbury. Ah, you didn't bring the Lansbury into it. I did. No, I mean, Angela Lansbury is my... Uh, is secret sofa fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, she's delightful. Um, but Diane Lane is genuinely the sexiest woman on the planet, in my opinion. Like her. Okay, you know what? I had forgotten Carrie Russell. I've been watching the Americans lately. Carrie Russell is smoking hot too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there, there you have it. So Diane Lane is in Paris Can Wait, and she, she is the what I wouldn't give to be a Frenchman who restores a love of life for her neglected American housewife. I yeah. would really. I bet you. Really I have a great French accent. It's not offensive to French people in any way. Yeah, let's I hear won't it. just say the word baguette repeatedly <laughs> and go and make Pepe Le Pew noises the whole time. I won't do that as long as you give me a chance to do love scenes with Diane Lane because that'd be just fine with me because awesome. she is. Dude, that was the worst part about Superman. Uh, the Superman, the oh, new, cause she's the, she's the Martha Kent. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, even aged. I was just like, dude, Superman. You got a milf there, bro. Like, <laughs> like, if I was Batman, I'd be like, no, no, I didn't hit your son. I'm gonna hit you. Yeah, I'm gonna hit that. Yeah, and I like wow. in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like, like anyway, like uh, so obviously like Tony Stark wants to do with Aunt May. Like, like what? Like Tony Stark wants to do with Aunt May now? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, you know that is true, Marissa Tomei. Wow, it is going to be a summer of really good-looking ladies. Mm-hmm. Just realized that. Uh, but anyway, the, that's that's the weekend there. Snatch. I'm looks. glad Hollywood has finally turned the table and really started casting attractive women in their movies. You know, it's for right? too long they've just ignored good-looking people. Yeah, good-looking people have been just marginalized, and it's terrible. If that Pepsi commercial has taught me nothing, it's that good-looking people have to riot to get anything they want. <laughs> uh, All right, what's what's the next week? Next weekend, moving along. Our next weekend is May 19th. Well, we're not even through May yet. Nope. Get ready, folks. This is about to yep. get crazy. Mm-hmm. Alien Covenant. All There's right. another Alien movie. I mean, you're going to watch it, right? 
I've never Do seen you any like alien, alien movies? movies. What the? F- what? <laughs> you? How have you lived on this planet this long, and you? Dude, you don't, we've been through you this. Not? You know these things. You know why this would about you me. Not. What were you watching instead of any of the alien movies? I don't know. What years did they come out? Any year. They're available <laughs> on any platform. <laughs> like, they're up there with Star Wars on like a list of movies you should have seen by now. I'm, I don't disagree. I'm, I haven't chosen not to watch them because I don't think they'll be good. I'm. I. You just you were you looked them in the eye and you were like, you know what? Nope. I need to watch Deuce Bigelow again. <laughs> no, I just have never been in a position where someone was like, "Hey, you want to watch Alien?" And I was like, or, "No." I've never been you know in that what? position. I will bet you that if you went to your local library, it's probably available on DVD to rent. Oh, you it's probably, probably on for Netflix free. or some shit, isn't it? It it was on Netflix for a hot minute. It's not now, but uh, I mean, maybe it'll come out, you know, like in early May because they'll be like, "Oh, watch all the other movies." They do that all the time. But if they do watch them, oh my god, they actually <sighs> probably will keep them off. I found what they do is they tend to pull, they pull. Um, or other movies off when their sequels coming out because they want to have a chance to drive up. It's true. On demand purchases and DVD purchases and shit. That is that is true. Okay, so Alien Covenant. I think it looks. Cra- I think it looks. You know, it's whatever. The last one, Prometheus, was pretty crap. Was Prometheus an have- alien movie? Technically, yeah, it was. It was technically an alien movie, but it was not a good one. It was a really bad alien movie. Was it marketed as as an alien movie? Not really, kind of. I mean, it was a mess. It was a mess from top to bottom. Like they, like Ridley Scott was like, "It's not an alien movie," and at the end, it's the fucking aliens. And you're like, "So why did?" And you shot it like an alien movie, and it looks like an alien movie, you know. And then you tell me it's not an alien movie, and that it is. Fuck you, Ridley Scott. You know <laughs> what the hell? So now he's made another film, and of course, like a uh, a, a person in an abusive relationship, I'm going back for more. <laughs> Please hey, don't go back for more. At least he's telling people. you up front, right? I guess he's like, you know, I'm I'm a dick. I don't care, honey. I'm gonna get drunk and come home and yell at you. All right, fine. As long as I can watch the alien movies. It's <laughs> fucking uh, I'm sad. Yeah. Uh anyway, next weekend. <laughs> oh, you don't have any other movies that weekend? Um, let's see what else we got. Oh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, the long No. Uh uh-uh, uh, no. The it's the end of the trilogy, man. It's... This is the one where they blow up the Death Star. <laughs> He just he looks him right in the eyes. He's like, I am not a wimpy kid. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the trailer for that when I saw Beating the Beast, and <laughs> there was like I actually thought for a second that I had a superpower to to express and possess people with my apathy because there was <laughs> such a flat reaction or lack of reaction to that trailer yeah. in that theater. That I thought I somehow commandeered these people's bodies and minds, and none of us cared. Like, it was... You guys are going to miss out at the end when he's like, diary of this wimpy kid, motherfucker, and then he shoots the guy in the face. (laughs) And then Alan Rickman, he shoves Alan Rickman off the giant skyscraper, and he's like, yeah, wimp that. It's pretty awesome, man. Wimpy Kaye, motherfucker. (laughs) Wimpy Kaye, motherfucker, he says. And then he leaps out after him and... No, you know what really bothered me about that movie? I'll tell you what bothered me about that movie. Okay. And I don't know, I think because I think they recast a bunch of the characters from the way the trailer made it sound. They probably did. Like it's a new generation of wimpy kid is what they said. 
Oh, okay, sure. So what I don't I, know, I literally know nothing about this movie. I don't, I don't know anything about the other movies, but you know who the fucking mom is in this? Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, that upsets me, man. Alicia Silverstone was one of my like big first time uh, celebrity crush people, and sure. I'm looking back at like Clueless, and when she was fucking Batgirl in that movie that shall not be named, she was the only good thing in that. So you don't want to be the wimpy kid stepdad? But I mean, I don't want to see the movie. Like, there's the thing because all of a sudden now I'm I'm looking at Alicia Silverstone as a mom, and not it didn't it didn't come across as that milf factor. It wow, we are being terrible this show. But we're always terrible. <laughs> we're the worst show. No one listens to this show because they probably get like in and they're like, are these motherfuckers just basically ragging on women and minorities? No, and we're like, not. That's the thing. I'm totally and then not. they listen to the Trump episode and they're like, yep, that <laughs> Thanks. motherfucker. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, dicks. Maybe so, we should be called the accidental misogynists. That should be the name of no, our show. Not even accidentally. I don't want to be misogynistic, but I will. Ha- I have to say, as somebody that that as a as a youth had sure. severe crushes on yeah. Alicia Silverstone, seeing her in the mom role, it's not it's not doing the milf thing. It's not working for me. In fact, it's just like it's it's like what are you what are you doing? What are you doing to my childhood no. love? You ready? Ready for this? I'm gonna help you out here. Oh God. So I want you to just imagine some Barry White music right now. Okay. And like the wimpy kid, whatever. His name <laughs> is. Let's just call him. Let's call him wimpy. <laughs> wimpy kid's like like running home from school on his bike, and he's just like, and he just jumps off, and he like runs in his house, and he's like, mom. Because he's wimpy and he's whiny. So he's like, Mom, you know, and he's like whining a bunch, and he can't find his mom. And wait, he hears Barry White music coming from upstairs. And all it is is just Alicia Silverstone yelling your name. And Wimpy Kid's like, Oh shit. And he looks at the camera and makes a wacky face. And then he runs back out because you're doing his mom upstairs. Oh, Nothing. Is that what's happening? I thought she literally was just yelling my name because you said that she was just. No, she's. Me. You are in the movie. Oh, I'm in the movie. What am I doing? Yeah, and you. I mean, you're having really hot sex upstairs with Alicia Silverstone. Oh well, I mean that movie. Consensual, I, I still positive, watch, but I'd be in it. Consensual female positive sex. <laughs> you guys are. It's very respectful. But you. You mean she wants to be treated like a dirty girl, and you're you're doing that for the wimpy kids. <laughs> <Mom>. <laughs> And then maybe this this will not air. <laughs> this this whole show. Maybe you like like later and you come downstairs and you just you just got a bath towel around your waist and just like <laughs> you grab a beer out of the fridge and pop it. But look at the kid. <laughs> you just you look at the kid and you're like, keep being wimpy. Yeah, back upstairs. Oh my God, I mean, I, I maybe you're the villain in this piece. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Wimpy Kid is like, oh man, uh, this this guy's my stepdad. I better get my shit together. And Wimpy Kid is less wimpy now because you know, I mean, what you don't want this, <laughs> dude. If you're not gonna do it, I'll, I'll no, do I'd it. do it. I, I said, I'd, I said I'd be in this movie now. I wouldn't watch it still, but I'd be in it. But uh, don't you? Isn't Alicia Silverstone kind of hot as a mom? Mom now? Well, I mean, in my head, I'm not picturing mom Alicia Silverstone. I'm picturing like that's fine. I mean, she's still Alicia Silverstone. She's not not Alicia Silverstone. She's just Alicia Silverstone who has who is a mom. But she's still a woman that needs her needs fulfilled. 
And you could do that for the Wimpy Kids Mall. Oh my god. All right. Moving on. Are there any other any other movies this weekend or are we going to the next weekend? I mean, this movie is called Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul. Maybe you are the long haul. <laughs> The family takes a road trip, and Greg schemes to become famous as new cast takes over. Oh, you're right. For the fourth installment, based on Jeff Kinney's comic youth novels, also stars Seth Yonka as Stepdad. <laughs> Music by Barry White. By the way, you just said the fourth installment, so that that's your problem. They had a fucking trilogy, and they decided, nope, we need another. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's why they're new. Maybe they all died in the last one? <laughs> like, the, <laughs> the wimpy powers <laughs> passed... I don't know. Maybe the fucking wimp powers pass to a different kid every generation. It's like Highland. There was like a nerd battle. At the end of... Haven't you... You know, didn't you read the reviews of the bloodbath at the end of Wimpy Kid 3? I didn't... I do do remember hearing that uh, Tarantino had directed that one. Yeah, that shit got dark. (laughs) Motherfucking samurai swords and guns and... (laughs) Sam Jackson screaming at everybody, saying motherfucker all the time. <laughs> it was amazing. Diary of a Wimpy Kid 3 was the best movie. So four, <laughs> the long haul, my stepdad's doing my mom. <laughs> Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Get out and see it, folks, unless you're watching a shitty alien movie. <laughs> Moving on to May 26th. All right. We're, we're almost right. out of May. Fantastic. Uh, Baywatch. Oh, with The Rock That's the and big Zac one. Efron. Yeah, the the Efron cock. We're back to Efron cock and uh, rock abs. And rock cock. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it, I, you know, I, I think it'll be funny and kind of enjoyable. But it just it feels like a you're rebooting Baywatch, I guess. And it, but it doesn't like from the trailers, it doesn't look anything like Baywatch other than their lifeguards. It are could have there, been called lifeguards. Are they actually even going? This is going to sound misogynistic, but I'm just curious how much of a different take they're doing. Are they? Do they even have like a Pamela Anderson esque female character, or are they just they, driving it towards the hot male lifeguard? Angle? Well, they they I think they played up the hot male lifeguards. They still have um, Priyanka Chopra. She's that smoking hot um, uh, Indian woman that's on. Uh, God, what's the show? My wife watches it. I'm trying to remember the name of it. I don't watch it. It's the CIA or something. Oh, she's uh, like, Homeland. No, no, Quantico. Quantico, that's it. Thank you. Yep. Quantico. So, yeah, I mean, she's really good looking. And then Alexandra Daddario. Uh, she's like a model. She's pretty hot if you're into chicks with dark hair and blue eyes and banging bods. She's got those things. <laughs> <laughs> she's the wimpy kid's sister. I don't oh, know. Oh, God. It's just the whole thing. I'm gonna every movie will relate back to Wimpy Kid now. But yeah, so I'm, um, I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that I'm sure that it'll be funny. Uh, I'm assuming then The Rock is basically Hasselhoff's character, kind of. He, he is. He's actually he is David. He's um, Mitch Buchanan. Like the name of his character is Mitch Buchanan. Oh, so he is, which is the name of Hasselhoff's character. character. Okay. He's literally the same character. So then, who the hell is Zac Efron? Because I don't remember there being another sexy man. There, there was, there was like late in the late. Okay, I watched a lot of Baywatch when I was younger. <laughs> I bet you did, because you my mom would not. <laughs> my mom would not let me watch it, but my dad would come home and turn it on. So nice. it's a good thing my mom does not listen to this because I don't think she still knows that my dad used to turn on Baywatch, and I'd be like, yes. <laughs> so I mean, that was probably. Uh, but I mean, I it, it wasn't the greatest show to begin with, so I'm not like that pissed that they're not keeping true to the Baywatch nature of being a crappy late '90s sitcom. But uh, it's written by the same guys that wrote um, 
It's Thomas Lennon and Robert Ben Garant. They wrote uh, Reno 911. Yeah, he's the 911 guy. Reno 911 yeah, Reno 911 guys wrote it. So who's the, who's the other one? Thomas Ben or um, Robert Ben Garant. He played the guy with the mustache. Oh, okay, okay. The dark-haired guy. So yeah, they were both the leads on Reno 911, which was a funny show. And yeah. they they seem to know what they're doing screenwriter-wise. So I think it'll be fine. It'll be. I don't think it's gonna like. It'll be a solid B comedy. It'll be enjoyable. Fuck it. Like the B movie with Jerry Seinfeld? No, not like that at all. Oh. That okay. movie is not good. I've never seen that movie. I don't know. I haven't either. Yeah, actually, there's two movies about oceans that come out that weekend because the other film is Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tales. Yarr. Yarr. Uh, any, any views there? Yeah, I've seen that trailer a lot. They had a new trailer for it in front of Beauty and the Beast um, that showed more. Um I I watched the first one of those movies and then lost. I had zero interest in watching the rest, so I don't know what the fuck's going on in that world in that universe. It looks like they don't have Orlando Bloom or Keira Knightley. They do have Orlando Bloom. They do. They do. He's in it. He's not in the trailer. He has. He's been in one of the tr- one of the three. Okay. And tr- trust me, he's, he's in it. He's on the cast list. He's in it. He's very in it. Oh, I'm not. I'm not doubting you. I just didn't know if he's. You shouldn't. I have all the hot Hollywood gossip. Do you? Me and Estefan. Estefan. <laughs> I get all my hot Hollywood gossip from Estefan. Okay. So yeah, uh, honestly, the only thing I could think of when I whenever I see that is, th- first of all, the tagline they threw into the newest trailer I saw was, the like the end begins or something like that or like the final adventure begins and i'm like okay so is this final adventure going to be another fucking three movies or what does that mean Um, yeah no they're going to do like three movies i guarantee you and but whenever they whenever they show the the you know the 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 title screen there with the skull and crossbone logo and it's like black and gold yeah um literally all i can think of because i'm a huge wwe nerd is uh there's a wrestler named gold dust is there? And he literally like the skull looks like gold dust face paint. And I so all I whenever I see it, I'm like Pirates of the Caribbean, gold dust, gold dust. Maybe he's in it. Who knows? That'd be kind of dope, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why he, not? Right? He's no rock. I'll just say that. Nope. He certainly isn't. But yeah. So I I would give that. I'm gonna I'm gonna be optimistic and give it three Rocket the Raccoons, but no Baby Groots. Yeah, no, baby, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, it's got it's got Johnny Depp, but I got to be honest with you, it's kind of I'm kind of over. I was, I'm Jack. very much over Johnny Depp at this point. Like, it's yeah, I think it's Johnny just, Depp is over Johnny Depp, and it's starting. To I show. think so. Yeah. So, uh, I I'm going for uh, Javier Bardem, yes. who I think is fantastic, and the effects work that it looks like they did on him and his crew looks dope. And I mean, I'll watch transformers 4 for the effects work so i'll obviously go watch a pirates of the caribbean movie for effects work Are you so even if it was just that transformers I 5 or whatever's coming out hell yeah i'll be there all right you know um and then um jeffrey wright is the best pirate ever he plays um he was the bad guy in the first movie mm-hmm. jo- jeffrey rush sorry did i say right or rush you said right this is, right is, a, right is wrong right to say too. There is a Jeffrey Wright who's a fantastic actor, but this is not him because that guy's black and Jeffrey Rush is Australian and not black. So Jeffrey Rush is fantastic as uh, Barbosa, Captain Barbosa. Okay. He's a great pirate. Cool. I, I, I like pirates in general and I would watch the fuck out of that. So uh, if you don't go see either one of those big films, Baywatch or Pirates of the Caribbean, there is a film called War Machine coming to Netflix that stars Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah. I've heard about this. 
Yeah, four-star U.S. general is charged with ending the country's involvement in Afghanistan. Stars Brad Pitt, Ben Kingsley, Tilda Swinton, and Topher Grace. So there's that. Venom that's is that's, in that's it? Yeah, Venom's in it, no shit, right? Uh, and it's directed by David Michaud, who, um, M-I-C-H-O-D. Uh, he the spe- made a... The spelling was important, thanks. Michaud. Uh, he's an Australian director, actually, um, who has made a really a couple of really good independent films. So I... I can tell you that the filmmaker is great. Brad Pitt is always dope. And I don't know, anytime you're going to talk about the war in Afghanistan, I suppose that's always an interesting thing. And it's on Netflix, so you don't even have to leave the house. So if you're like, fuck the pirates and fuck Baywatch, just stay in and watch the uh, movie War Machine. And also, uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid 5, um, My Stepdad's Balls All Over My Mom's Face (laughs) is coming out that weekend. Really good movie. Um, Yeah. Yep. It's basically just a two-and-a-half-hour pornography film about Alicia Silverstone having lots of hot sex. With? with um, I don't know. You tell me. Are you in it? Yeah, baby. Okay. Then, yeah, with you. <laughs> All right. What's next? Are we? Hey, we're out of May, right? This brings us we, to June. We're, here's the thing. We're out of May. Do we want to just save it, and then, like, next month we'll do June, <laughs> and then next we month we'll do We might as well. July. We're already, yeah, we're not going to have time to get no through there's no way. Summer. We're, like... We haven't even touched June, and there's still July and August after that. So maybe we save it for another episode, and then like later we do like summer movie, the second film. We do a trilogy of them. Yeah, we could do that. Sure. Or we, or we, we could, could do the Wimpy Kid trilogy and do four of them. We could. That'd be great. I love the Wimpy Kid trilogy. <laughs> the fifth one and sixth one are even better. Right. Okay. So yeah, I like that. Okay. Yeah. So that. So then. Um, so if we take Guardians of the Galaxy out of the mix. What okay. movie are you most excited about for the month of May? If you are taking Guardians of the Galaxy out. I mean, I could leave it in, but if you pick uh, anything other than it, I would end the show and I'd never talk to you again. I mean, other than watching Diane Lane get it on with a French guy in sexy situations sure. in Paris. You're Maine. hoping. For all you know, there could be like no sexuality in the movie at all, and he literally God. is helping her find... No, it's it's he's French. She's in France. There's no way they don't have lots of wild sex. There's no way he gets there and she's like he's like dominoes are an amazing game. <laughs> and then they just play dominoes for two hours. No. No. And they And eat, by the way, even if that baguettes. was the film, even if that was the film, I would still watch it thanks to Diane Lane. Would you still so, touch yourself to it? Yep. I sure would. So um Actually, I, I got to say, probably uh, the Alien Covenant movie, just because I think the Alien movies are so fantastic. So, outside of the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, the Alien movie is probably my next, like, one I'm excited for. Okay, that's fair. I think for me, uh, I'd have to go with Guardians of the Galaxy too. I thought you said you couldn't have that. That wasn't. Oh was that no, I'm gonna watch me? that fucking thing like four or five times in theaters, so I count it. Okay, there you go. I mean, if that's really all you're going to be doing in the month of May, anyway, <laughs> is just watching. No. Hey, Seth, what are you doing this weekend? Watching Guardians of the Galaxy again. <laughs> it's probably not untrue, but I will, hmm, for the sake of this show, I will pick another one to see, to review. I will Kay. probably, God, none of the ones you said make me want to spend my money to go see them, though, is the thing. Baywatch, Pirates, Alien. I was thinking probably Baywatch just because it'd be funny. And of course, oh yeah, it'll be funny. Zach Efron's cock. We talk about it. But, right. Um, yeah, I, I feel mean, like if I had to you, pick you one mean, of those. You mean pickles? Yeah, pickles. Pickles. Zach Efron's cock is named pickles. I love pickles. Pickles are delicious. Yeah, they are fantastic. Crunchy. And pickles. If I end up paying to go see a movie in May other than 
Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians. I will go see Baywatch starring uh, Rock and Pickles. Fantastic. And you're Dig gonna it. and you're gonna you said the alien one for you? Yeah, alien one or King Arthur. Really? King Arthur's kinda got interest for you? I mean I like I just like King Arthur Legends, so I mean even I mean if it gets horrible reviews I probably won't bother, but I mean, if it even gets like a What about Sword in the tomatoes. Stone? Is there a Sword in the Stone movie coming out or is that this Do you mean the movie that exists called Sword in the Stone? Not the animated one, but isn't there aren't they doing a live action remake soon? Yes, that's the King Arthur movie. Okay. So that's this one. That is this one, yes. Okay, I didn't know if there was a, like if there was literally a Sword in the Stone and a King Arthur movie coming out. Some sometimes I I forget that culturally, you're basically a Chili's. <laughs> what? Explain yourself. Yeah. You come with some preset appetizers and some. It's delicious. No one's saying Chili's isn't delightful, <laughs> but it's it's not as if there's something on that menu that others may not have have seen. Just like oh, the Alien films. Nope, never seen them. <laughs> I have, however, watched all every Seth MacFarlane film ever made. Well, I mean, I've se- I've seen both of the Ted's. Is there are there others? Uh, that thou a million ways to die in the West. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> See, you have watched every single one of Seth MacFarlane's <laughs> films, but you have not watched a single Alien movie, despite the fact that they are sci-fi classics. Yeah, well, you haven't seen Star Wars, so shut up. I have not only watched every Star Wars. As we've been over, I have watched the par- porn parodies. <laughs> booked my ticket. Booked my ticket, by the way, for Tijuana. Did you? Good. Yep. Yep. Mid December, I'll be there with bells and whistles on. Now, how are you the getting back? Dick- I'm just gonna stay and perform in the last Dick Jedi forever. <laughs> yep. Well, we are out of time. So, on that note, I do want to thank everybody for listening. Again, apologies for the technical glitch on the two-parter political episode. But it's still worth listening to. Brian sells his soul. And, uh, yeah. Feel free to write in. Let us know what you think of some of the upcoming summer movies. You can reach us at our Facebook page, which is Downstairs Neighbors. Or shoot us an email at downstairsneighborsband at gmail.com. As always, I'm Seth. I'm Brian. And we'll catch you next time. Go read that diary. Go read that diary. I'm a wimpy kid. Oh. But you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up tall. Sometimes everybody don't know anything at all. This has been a Dry Run production.